0: Hey there, you're listening to the How To School for Health Coaches. I'm Julia Sarver, and I created this podcast for health coaches who know they want more. Listen, I've been where you are, excited about building something special, but not sure how to actually make it happen. That's what this podcast is all about showing you the step by step process for launching and growing your thriving coaching practice. It's time to tap into your potential. Let's get into the episode. Hello there, and welcome back to the How To School for Health Coaches. This is our eighth episode, and in this episode, I'm talking about three things your nutrition school probably didn't teach you but should have. Like, what if you had left nutrition school knowing exactly what you needed to do to create and grow a thriving coaching practice? And I'm not talking about learning all kinds of different dietary theories. I don't know about you, but that just wasn't my experience. I graduated with a health coaching certification, but I wasn't sure if I knew enough to actually help my clients or how to even find them. I wasted a lot of time spinning myself in circles trying to figure out how to make this work. And there are a few things I wish I had learned before I graduated that probably would have made things easier for me. Now, this is not intended to knock the nutrition schools we all went to in order to get our certifications. That was a really important step, and I'm glad I did it. But instead, this episode is about a few key common sense lessons I wish I would have learned earlier. And I want to share them with you so that you can have them at the forefront of your own business growth. And I also want to make sure that you actually know how to find clients, because of course, that's a key part of what we should be learning at our nutrition schools. I've created a free guide that helps you do exactly that. It's called 21 Ideas for Finding Health Coaching Clients, and you can download it for free at theconfidenthealthcoach.com slash 21ideas. We'll also post a link to it on our show notes for this episode. So are you ready to talk about what your nutrition school didn't teach you, but should have? Let's dig in. The first lesson I wish I had learned in nutrition school is that I needed to learn less about nutrition and more about running a business. Now, don't get mad because I know you love learning about nutrition, but seriously, let's think this through. I see so many clients who are absolute masters at understanding what people need to do to feel better, but they aren't seeing any clients. And it's not because they don't have the skills to help people. It's because they don't have the skills to run a successful business. The reality is that we can always learn more about nutrition and health. But if we aren't also doing the work of learning how to run a business, then we aren't going to be able to sign the clients we want. And we're not going to be able to have that impact that got us into this work in the first place. So I know that health coaches are lifelong learners, and I think that's one of the best things about us. And I know you're probably already considering additional education, and it's probably on nutrition-based topics, But I want to challenge you to instead look at business programs you can enroll in so that you can learn more about how to grow your coaching practice. So it can be one of my coaching programs or someone else's, but I highly recommend finding a coach or mentor who has the type of business that you want and then signing up to work with them and then, of course, actually doing the work. So again, you can grab that free guide from me on how to find more health coaching clients at theconfidenthealthcoach.com slash 21 ideas. I honestly think this is really a good starting point. Um, I am a fan of working with business coaches. I'm actually working with a business coach myself. I'm almost always working, on one, working with one on something. But if you're not really ready for that yet, then this is a good starting point because in this um, freebie, I break down exactly what to do to find clients, which obviously is a core part of running a thriving business. My clients really do love this list and they use it all the time to keep their coaching practices full. So that link again is the slash 21 ideas. Okay, so go get that. All right, so lesson number one, that was all about how I want you to learn more about your business, more about running your business, and a little bit less about nutrition. Because even if you do know all the things about nutrition, you can't help anybody if you don't also learn how to bring clients into your practice, okay? So lesson number two is no one is coming to save you. Now, this might sound really weird, but I have to tell you that concept has been a huge part of my ability to not just accept, but embrace the full responsibility that comes with running a business. Because here's the thing, I never set out to be a business owner. I never thought I would be the CEO of an online business that has thousands of clients, that has team members that I'm managing, and truth be told... I wasn't able to get to this point without realizing that the person who has to do it is me. Again, that's probably obvious and it might sound weird and it's not like I really thought someone was just going to hand me a perfect business, but there was a part of me that hadn't fully embraced it yet. And until I did, I wasn't able to grow to the level that I'm at now. This is something that I really wish had been addressed in my nutrition school, um, or if they did address it, I just maybe I wasn't ready to hear it yet. But what I found was that a lot of us in nutrition school, myself included, was we were always sort of looking to everyone else to tell us what to do. And if this is something you're doing, then I really want you to think about whether you have accepted this idea that no one is going to come save you. No one is going to build your business for you. And if like I was just saying if you're searching outside yourself for all the answers either in your business or your life, this is work that I'm that you really need to do. And so a couple of ways you might be doing this, could be that maybe you're posting a lot of questions in Facebook groups looking for guidance, or maybe you're asking your friends or your spouse or even other health coaches what you should be doing in certain situations. And I don't want you to get me wrong. It is good and helpful to have people who can help you process what you're learning, process what you're doing. It's good to get advice, but I think that's different from looking to people to give you the answer and I'm gonna fully call myself out that I used to do that and that was when I was doing that my business was okay I had some clients but I wasn't able to reach the phenomenal phenomenal level of growth that I have now because I wasn't saying okay it like the buck stops with me to use that sort of cheesy term, but to take full responsibility, right? It just isn't good and helpful for us to be kind of looking to other people, to be thinking, oh, I have this relationship, you know, with my chiropractor or with this person and they're gonna give me all my clients. We really have to say, if it's going to be, it's up to me, right? So the key in truly accepting and embracing that the work is mine to do is really just learning how to trust yourself. Um, This is something that I have been working on a lot, and I want to invite you to do this work alongside with me. We have to trust ourselves that we know the answer, even in the situations when we don't actually know the answer. We have to know that we might make mistakes, but that we can correct those mistakes. And we have to be willing to take risks and fail and try again and learn because truly, That is the only way we can grow. So I wanna invite you to pay attention to the ways in which you're stopping yourself. Where are the places where you're thinking, oh, I don't know how to do that, so I'm just not gonna do it, or you're kind of avoiding making a decision because you're waiting for the right decision, which we all know isn't a real thing. And I want you to also get real with yourself about the places where you're looking externally for answers. And you might even be doing that outside of your business because I promise you that you can trust yourself and you can save yourself. You just have to accept and embrace that as true. And then you're going to start seeing things shift. Okay, that one was a little heavy, but I do think it's really so important. And again, um, lesson number two that I wish I had learned in nutrition school is that no one is coming to save me. But the cool part of that is I have learned how to save myself. Okay, lesson number three is (laughs) the best coaching businesses aren't necessarily the best at coaching. They're the best at marketing. Okay, again, don't get mad. Don't throw things at me. But this is so, so, so true. Look at the big name gurus you see over and over again. I am not saying they aren't good at their work. What I'm saying is they are equally as good or even better at marketing. And that is truly one of the keys to having a functioning, thriving, healthy coaching practice. And again, don't get me wrong. I want you to be a good coach. I want you to stay within your scope of practice. I want you to keep learning how to support your clients better. And I want you to give your clients great service. But in order to get those clients, you really, really have to understand the role that marketing plays in your business. And the biggest piece of advice I can give you about marketing is to get real about what it is that your clients want and to let go of what you think they need. And I wanna give you an example that makes the health coaches I work with laugh every time I give it. So I hope this makes you laugh a little. So let me just tell you about a potential client. We're gonna call her Jenny. So let's say Jenny comes to you because she's been gaining weight, her digestion is a wreck, her face is full of breakouts. And when you talk with her, you learn that dairy is her favorite food. She eats yogurt, cheese, milk, and ice cream all day long. Now, what's the first thought that came into your mind? I'm willing to bet, I mean, I'm willing to bet money (laughs) that the first thought that came to your mind is that she needs to get off dairy, right? Is that right? So this is exactly what I'm talking about. Jenny probably does need to get off dairy, but is that what she wants? And I'm here to tell you, no, she doesn't want that. It's her favorite food. And I know we could go down a long road of conversation about how because her body isn't processing well, her body is reacting in a way that makes it feel addictive. And once she gets off it, she's not even gonna want it anymore. Listen, I hear you. I know, I agree with you. But that has to come later. Because in this moment, Jenny loves cheese, right? She also doesn't feel well. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't help Jenny get off dairy if I worked with her, I absolutely would. What I'm saying is that we can't market the never eat dairy again coaching program because literally no one is going to sign up for that. So what do we do instead? What I want you to do is I want you to focus on what your clients want. What do you think Jenny wants? My guess is she would love to lose weight She wants her tummy to feel better and she'd love to have clear skin again. So that's where we do the marketing. We talk to who she wants to be, what her best version of herself could be, how she can get back to that. And that's what I mean about the best coaches really understanding marketing because they understand that marketing is actually its own form of coaching and if we aren't marketing well we're not going to be able to get anyone into our programs, right? And in order to have that impact that I know is important to you, you need to prioritize learning and understanding marketing. And again, that first point for you really needs to be understanding, what do my potential clients want? It's not the sugar is evil program. It's not the never eat dairy again program. It's not the only eat lettuce forever program. Think about what would change their life What is worth it to them for them to do all this work? Because I know for us, it doesn't necessarily feel like so much work anymore, but for most of our clients, it still does. So we really need to get smart about how are we going to talk to them about this opportunity to work with us so that it sounds exciting, so that it sounds doable, so that it sounds like it's actually going to make a difference for them, and maybe even so that it sounds like a little bit of fun. Okay, so that is what I want you to do when it comes to marketing. All right, so let's recap the three things I wish I had learned during my time in nutrition school. So the first, of course, was that I wish I had learned more about running a business and less about nutrition. Because the truth is that we can keep learning nutrition forever. It's, it's an ever-changing science. It's impossible to know what the exact right thing for each person to do is so there's lots of opportunity to explore there. And if you're serious about having a health coaching business, you have to do the work of learning how to run a business. It is a critical piece, especially if you are a solopreneur and it you don't have a team, you really have to learn how to start juggling all those moving parts and you need to have an understanding of all the different pieces of a functioning effective business. The second thing I wish I had learned during my time at nutrition school is I wish I had known or learned that I needed to save myself, that no one was going to come and do that for me. There wasn't going to be some magical person who came and said, oh, I would be happy to give you all your clients because if I'm being honest, there were some days where I was really wishing that would happen. But once I I embraced the idea that I had to take full responsibility That has made a huge difference in my growth and in my ability to have thousands of clients and to have a team and to get to work with all of you. And then the third and final thing is that I want you to understand that even if you are the best coach there ever was in the whole world, if you don't learn how to market, you're never going to have any clients. In so many ways, the marketing is more important than the quality of coaching. And, and do I wish it was that way? No, I wish that we could just all, you know, get clients based on our merit. But that's just not how things work. So I want you to see that marketing is its own form of coaching. And it really is a critical piece of building that thriving coaching practice that I know you want. So I really do hope that this was helpful for you. And I would love to connect with you on social and hear what you think about these ideas. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at The Confident Health Coach. And don't forget to grab your copy of 21 Ideas for Finding Health Coaching Clients. You can grab that at theconfidenthealthcoach.com slash 21 Ideas, the number 21 Ideas. And I'm going to link all those resources in the show notes as well, which you can find as well as all the other episodes we've released at theconfidenthealthcoach.com slash podcast. And I would really appreciate it if you could take a minute to like and follow, subscribe, rate and review this podcast, especially if you liked it. It means a lot to me and it helps other health coaches find out about our podcast. So thanks again for listening. I appreciate it. I know that your time um, is precious. So I really appreciate you making the time to be here and I'll be back again next week.